Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Investor Lab, the auditory epicenter for passionate people seeking a life of freedom, choice, and abundance. And if you want to create a life of freedom, choice, and abundance, then it all starts up here in your head. And today, Gabby and I talk about how your your beliefs become your reality and specifically how you can define your beliefs, how you can become the best version of yourself, and how you can continuously shape that destiny for you. Because it all, all of the success that you want in life, everything that you seek to become, everything that you desire, all starts with having the right belief systems. Because without the right belief systems, you cannot create the success that you want. So I hope this episode is impactful. If you want more content like this, please drop us an email to til at dash dot.com.au. Um, my hope is that this will give you the tools that you need to become the best version of yourself. So without any further ado, let's get stuck right into it. I'll see you on the inside. Hey guys, welcome back to the Investor Lab. Joining me today is Gabby. Gabby, how are you? It's been a little while since you've been on the show, actually. It's been a few Hello. episodes now. Glenn. Oh, calm down. Yeah, it's happened. What's, your your mum is visiting and I'm already defaulted to Glenn. Bloody hell. It's like she's mum's been here for like a couple of hours and you've already gone to Glenn. <laughs> it's like far out. Glenn. Everyone's going to be listening to Hi, this and thinking, who's that? Who's, who's that going on there? Sorry. Hi, Goose. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. I'm great. Uh, I'm great. Life is awesome. good. Everything is mm. good. And I'm excited about today's episode. Yeah, I'm How excited. Are I'm Why good. are you excited? What have you been doing? How are you? Tell me all the things. All the open-ended questions that you know yes. I love. Um, <laughs> um, I am good. Things are good. Bloody flat out at the moment. But, you know, what's news for us? Just really busy. Lots going on. It's all good stuff. Cool. Awesome. Well, yeah. I'm excited about today's episode because we're going to be talking about um, we're going to be talking about the stuff that's in between the ears. I was going to say mindset. Mm. But it's probably a little bit more than mindset. We've got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about. So we're actually going to see where we land because we've got about 20 different talking points. Um, and so we could either go really kind of like weirdly scientific or we could go like super woo. So let's just see where we let's just see where we go. How does that sound? Yeah, I guess I kind of want to know like what why do we want to talk about this right now? Because, you know, mm. we've talked about property and, you know, there's lots there's lots in that end of the spectrum that we could keep talking about. But why do we want to, why do we want to talk about this today? Um, because I think that su- success happens first in the mind, like, you know, like deeply. I, be- I believe the game is won and lost in, in your mindset, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. You know, we could talk about, you know, how to put together the, right property contract or any of these kind of like really kind of like super property things. But honestly, if people want that kind of stuff, there's other podcasts that will do that. If you're listening to this, uh, you know, chances are you're someone who wants to create a life of freedom, choice and abundance. And in order to do that, you need to be able to set yourself up for success. And I believe that it's all in your head. You know, ultimately, ultimately, everything that you want to achieve in life starts first with how you think about it, because whatever you believe you can achieve. And so particularly as we go through a, an environment that we're, you know, in the current environment, you know, where interest rates are going up and, you know, ostensibly property investing is getting harder and there's a looming recession and, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. I really think that the differentiating factor between those who succeed and those who, you know, flatline or worse is going to be their mindset and it's going to be how they think about things. And I think there's a lot, there's a lot, kind of like a lot to dig into there because a lot of people, when they hear the words mindset, they think, you know, 
rah-rah motivation type stuff like you can be anything you want you know like just off you you know there's actually (laughs) loads of really interesting um fun fun you know psychological and scientific stuff that goes on there which actually does mean that the way you think is a precursor to success and so i really think it's super important particularly in the current environment because you know, a lot of people are saying things or feeling like property investing is hard. And it's like, well, that's probably the time to actually get started. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Because if you can do it when it's hard and if you can do it when you're scared, then statistically speaking, you're way more likely to be successful. So that's why I want to talk about it because I actually think that regardless of what's going on, you know, maybe there's a tsunami, you know, next week, or maybe there's a another war breaks out or who knows, you know, there's always going to be stuff going on. So how do you put yourself in a state where no no matter what is going on in the world, you're going to be able to achieve your goals? And it's kind of like it, it's in spite of or because of everything else that's going on, however you want to, uh, however you want to think about it. So I think there's, there's a lot there to dig into and we can go a lot of different directions because I have a lot of thoughts on this topic. Yeah, cool. And I think like one of the interesting bits of feedback that I think both you and I get as humans is you know the our ability and our passion for pragmatic optimism so like one of the values that we have in our business at dashdot is we operate with pragmatic optimism and with that in mind it's like it's it's so much of that is because it's what you focus on becomes your reality you know like if you you know the last two three years through this whole pandemic kind of phase of the world everyone will know that there's some people that focus on how things can get better, looking at the positives, looking at like what I can control. And then there's others that will focus on what is out of my control and that becomes their whole reality because you just focus on the negative versus the positive. And, you know, I think this is actually what plays into setting people up for success. It's about what, what are they focusing on? Are you focusing on what you can achieve, where you are going, what is in your control, what actually matters to you, or are you focused on the external feeling like what is happening to me as opposed to like what is happening for me or what I am um, controlling in my world? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. You touched on so I actually just as you were talking, I wrote down the I wrote down to you and for you, and you actually just touched on it right there at the end. I think that's a really important thing to kind of touch on that kind of psychology around. There's always going to be stuff happening. And there is no good or bad. You know, there there is nothing carries any no no situation, no no event, no circumstance carries any emotion other than that which with, with with which we give it. Right. So there is no good or bad. There's only what we decide that that thing is. And so if you understand that, you know, suffering is the is a choice that happens in between uh, input and response, basically. Right. And so you can choose to not suffer. You can choose to not be in pain. You can choose to not feel bad. You can choose to receive everything as a gift versus um, as a as a curse. And so understanding that kind of like psychology around how to reframe things that are happening for you, not to you, is a really, really interesting thing. And also an internal versus external locus of control. Because a lot of people will will get to a state where they feel like, well, I, for example, I want to invest or I want to become wealthy, but there's these other things over here. Or but interest rates have gone up. Or but um, I can't get a pay rise. Or, but so and so said that I'm an idiot, and so all of this kind of stuff is external locus of control. You're saying you're in effect. Whenever you do anything like that, you're in effect saying 
I would achieve the things that I want to achieve, or I would feel the way that I want to feel. However, there's an external stimulus that I am going to give more value to than myself. And I will say, because of that other thing, I can't have the thing that I want, which is specifically passing off control to things that you know are probably just made up in your mind versus retaining control and having an internal locus of control and saying, okay, great. So interest rates have gone up. Fantastic. I wonder what this is giving me. What is this giving me the opportunity to do? Is this giving me the opportunity to think a little bit more strategically rather than just like, yeah, we'll buy properties and they will go up in value? Uh, Is it giving me the opportunity to become more skilled at my craft? Is it giving me the opportunity to practice more resilience? Is it giving me the opportunity to reassess and reaffirm if my goals really are my goals, right? Because when things are going really, really good, people tend to be pretty liberal with their goals and also they're not, they're not that rock solid, right? When the wind is at your back and you know, the sun is shining and the grass is growing and it's like, oh, I'm going to be a billionaire. But then when, when, you know, when push comes to shove and when your back's against the wall, what, do you, what actually matters? What actually is the thing that you actually want? And I see this a lot with um, with investors and business owners because when all cooks down to it, they'll have some big aspirational goal when when times are good, and then when times are tough, they're like, actually, you know what I want? I want time. I just want time. I'm good. I don't actually need the private jet. I don't need the supercar. I don't need to be able to, um, you know, sail around the world in a super yacht. What I really want is I want I want time, and I'm quite happy to, you know, and so. So really, all of this stuff gives you an opportunity. Any of the challenges you face gives you an opportunity and seeing those opportunities as, as a gift versus, a, versus something that's out to get you is a key to being able to transform, transform your mindset to success. So I love that you brought that up, the idea of things happening to you, uh, uh, happening for you versus happening to you is a real key element in understanding, well, how am I going to beh- behave in this environment and is it moving me closer towards my goals? Yeah. And I think with the, you touched on what suffering kind of is. It's that, how did you say the, the gap between an action and Su- your yes. reaction? Suffering is a choice that happens in between input and response. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Cause I, I like to think of it as well as um, like suffering is denying what is. Like it's, you're in denial of what is actually happening. So if something is happening in your reality, whatever that is. And if you don't like it or it's not the way that you think it should be or what you had planned it to be, and if you are there going, no, this isn't how it should be, this isn't what I planned, this is out of my control, that's actually what suffering, where suffering starts from. And so it's if, if you can just kind of accept, and again, this is that pragmatic optimism, it's like, okay, this is what is happening right now. How can I make the most of it? How can I focus on the next step moving forward? How can I keep this within something I can control relative to what is in my control because there's not too much that is actually in our control, but keeping that so that you don't cause yourself unnecessary suffering because I think that's, yeah, again, I think people have these plans, like setting goals is so important, but sometimes people set goals and then they get along the way and they're not making the progress that they thought they were or that they thought they would be by this point. And so they get frustrated with themselves and then they think, oh, I'm not as far along as I should be. Like I must not be doing it correctly or something is wrong. So, and then that you cause that pain and then you end up drifting away from where you were going. Whereas if you just accept this is part of process. 
you might get there a little sooner, a little easier, a little with more joy. Yeah. Can we just can we just drag on that for a little bit? Because I think you've touched on something that's pretty interesting. Because you said that yeah. most people set goals and then don't achieve, don't feel like they're achieving them in the time that they think that they should, right? And so there's a couple of parts in there. So firstly, comparison is the thief of joy because usually that belief will come from looking at what somebody else is doing and saying, oh, they are doing something and that looks like what I think I should be doing if I was on the path towards my goals and therefore they are doing it and I am not. Therefore, I suck and I am not doing it as fast as I should be doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Which is really, really interesting because if you knew what they had to do to get to where they've gotten to, would you really want their life? Usually the answer is no. Yeah, and usually you don't know what they've gone through because the comparison is all, you know, these days through social media and you just see what people want to show because that's what they think. I'll just show the highlights. And so you don't actually see the whole process that goes into anyone's success. Nobody sees any of that, you know. So it's 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 easy to get caught in these comparisons and to feel bad about yourself because you're not what you think you should be doing or should have accomplished by now because you're comparing to the wrong thing. Totally. And I, I think people forget the role that time plays in all of this as well. Um, so there's yep. a couple of things I want to anchor back to like um, to goals because I think there's some really interesting stuff there. Um, but I heard something the other day and it was like, because um, Warren, Buff- Warren Buffett's like 93 years old and it was a bit of a throwaway comment in a podcast I was listening to, but it's kind of stuck with me anyway. Somebody said that if he died 20 years ago or 30 years ago, we probably wouldn't even remember his name because he's one of the world's mm. richest people now. But all of that happened in the last like 10, 15, 20 years, right? Don't get me wrong. He was significantly wealthy, but it was, but all of the doublings happened faster over time. And so usually it's just a factor of where you are on the journey versus where you think you should be on the journey. And that is just expectation. And expectation, expectation is uh, not something that's going to really take you where you need to get to, right? Because just because you expect or want something doesn't mean that it's true, right? So un- being able to observe your environment and to just be in that space is actually going to allow you to be ca- more calm with it. So I have a belief, right? I have a belief that the universe will give me everything that I want as fast as I want and in the volume I desire as long as I believe and I'm open to receiving, right? So I'm going to say that again because it is really, really interesting. The universe will give me everything I want as fast as I want and in the volume I desire, as long as I believe and I'm open to receiving. Now, the key in that is that there's a, like a whole, we can kind of dig into the kind of like mechanics of that, that from a, like a neuroplasticity and, you know, quantum physics perspective. But the, the, the challenge is most people don't actually stay aligned with what they want, right? And also don't believe that they can actually get it. Because because belief is belief. Whatever you believe is true. If you believe you can or can't, you're right. Whatever you choose, right? If you if you believe that you can be a uh, Olympic pole vaulter, then if that is your belief that you can do it, then and you desire to do it and you want to do it, then the only then if you're not already there, then you'll be seeking out. Okay, well, I believe that I can do it. Therefore, it must be my training or my meals or my coaching or something, and I can just do the thing and I'll get to the outcome. Now. Most people say they want a certain outcome, but don't actually believe that it can be true for them. And most people say things about a timeline. For example, let's just use, let's, let's say, I want to, let's say I haven't invested in property before. I, I want to build a property portfolio that gives me $200,000 passive income in the next five years. Okay, cool. 
that's nice. That's a nice goal. But if you really, 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 really cook it down and really dissect it and really pull it apart, for most people, they actually don't fundamentally believe that is true. They desire it to be true, but they don't actually believe it to be true. And that is a big, big difference, right? There's a really big difference. And so then because they desire it to be true, but they don't believe it, then when it doesn't transpire because they don't believe it anyway, so their thoughts and their actions aren't aligned to get them to where they want to go and things don't happen the way they think that they should happen, then it's a victim thing. Well, it doesn't happen for me. This kind of thing happens for other people. Why me? Oh, no, I can't achieve the things that I want. It's really not about what you want. It's about what you believe, right? Deciding what you want gives you the opportunity to work out how to believe it. But just because you want something doesn't mean that you believe it. And if you don't believe it, it will never come true. So Mm -hmm. the very first step to getting anything that you want in life is to believe it. You will never find love. You will never find a satisfying relationship unless you believe that you are worthy of love and that you have love to give and that you believe that you're the type of person who that is going to work out for, that you that, that is the type of person who is going to live an enriched life with somebody else. It starts with the belief. Because fundamentally, if you don't believe that you're the kind of person that can give and receive love, who is open to experiencing that kind of joy, if you even found yourself in a circumstance where that could be true, maybe you do find someone who is ostensibly a really good partner. If you don't believe it to be true, you're going to end up self-sabotaging. So belief is the very first thing. You don't even need to worry about the mechanics. Belief, it all starts with belief. And belief is actually starts with brainwashing yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think with that as well, it's um, there's belief. And then I think the next step is the identity. It's about actually owning people like me do things like this. Like I'm the kind of person who X. So, you know, like I was just what came to mind when you were talking about that, the relationship piece. It's like we pick up beliefs as we grow up through our lives based on the environments we're in, you know, parents do the best they can, but things rub off on you. You adopt things, you adopt beliefs, you adopt like a sense of identity through just your experience of being a human. Um, And so I picked up, so my parents split when I was young and I picked up like relationships are rare and, you know, you got to be independent and you, you sort that like look after yourself and like a relationship was not really a stable thing that, I saw myself having and then so I met you and it was like, okay, this is cool. (laughs) But I actually had to work through a lot of like, oh, no, this is like this is a safe relationship and this is something steady and I'm the kind of person who can have this. And I think once I worked through that stuff myself, it's like so much changed because I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm the kind of person who has a stable partnership and a partner that I love and we cherish each other and like that is a stable thing and then when you when you click that then literally your reality changes because the way I viewed the world was like I'm in a good relationship and I have a partner and like this is how my world is now as opposed to like I'm this independent person and I happen to have this other person that I do things with and like it's a very different reality um and then I think a similar thing happened to me like when we started a business it's like when you're starting a business, you know, so much imposter syndrome comes in with this stuff because you're like, uh, you don't have those beliefs yet. You're initially going, oh, I'm this other person that's doing this thing that looks like I'm that kind of person, but I'm not. I'm really this other person and someone someday is going to find me out as not being what I think I'm telling everyone I am, but if someone's going to find me out one day. But 
it takes time and it takes work and it takes self-awareness actually to be like, oh, no, actually what I'm doing is the identity that I'm trying to achieve, you know? Like I'm here running a business, that means I'm a business person and accepting that the way that I do something just because it's not what I've seen because what you see is not reality. You see other people sharing the highlights and you compare it with that and just because it's that doesn't mean how I'm experiencing it, how I'm doing it means that it's any less valid or any less true. So it takes so much work to actually go, I'm that kind of person. Like that is my identity now. And a lot of the time people don't ever actually get to that point because A, they don't have the clarity on the goals and what they're trying to achieve, but also they don't have those beliefs like you were, like you were talking about. They don't acknowledge the beliefs that are there that are holding them back they don't realize that you have a different identity that is different to what you're trying to achieve and that's what's actually stopping you you know when you stop paying attention to something and then you default to like that's how i would have behaved in when i was 20 because then you default back to your old identity so i think yeah absolutely all the all the beliefs so much so much goes into that that people don't realize 100 percent. and so you really interesting stuff you talked about there you talked about reality changes and you talked about how your thoughts become reality effectively right and so your beliefs will shape the reality that you that you have right because if if you have a belief that the world is out to get you that life is bad then your reality will reinforce that you will find all of the proof in your life to show you that that is true vice versa um, setting the right beliefs and having the right uh, and, and being able to align your beliefs and your thoughts and your actions together will create a completely different outcome. The reality of the situation is that we are all just quantum you know, blobs, basically, like blobs of energy full of negative space. And there's specifically not a hell of a lot of difference between my flesh and my teeth and my fingers and the air in which I reside. You know, there's like pretty much nothing this different, right? So effectively all a big sea of atoms and quantum particles and all of this kind of stuff. And the only thing that gives anything any form or any definition or any reality is energy. That is the only thing that specifically um, gives us the definition. That's how you can see my face is because of the energy that those particles uh, emit, right, that creates an energetic uh, uh, diffusion, which allows you to go, okay, there's a face there, there's a thing, and you can receive it in certain ways, get certain energetic refractions. So it's all energy, all energy and particles. That's all All of this is. And so the thing about that is that as you change your energy, you specifically and literally change your reality. Like not metaphorically, not like, yeah, if you just believe it, you're going to live a better life. It's like it literally changes your physical and um, virtual, uh, physical and mental world, right? And this is actually proven. <laughs> this is actually proven. This isn't just like woo-woo theory. There was a study that was done by the University of Texas. Um, they had a whole bunch of um, dementia patients and they went through processes of um, goal setting and belief setting and doing all of this kind of stuff. Like, you know, let's be real. It's brainwashing, right? But it's good brainwashing, okay? So it's brainwashing them to help them believe that they could do things that they couldn't or they could remember. And it actually helped them to redevelop new neural pathways in their mind. There's been um there's been studies with ah oh, geez, I can't remember the um I can't remember the, the what the illness was, but there was um there was muscular atrophy, like specific muscular atrophy in a whole bunch of patients. 
and they did a whole bunch of mindset exercises with these test group of patients where they said, uh, we want you to imagine lifting weights uh, every day versus actually lifting weights and their, mu- and their muscles grew by 15% just by believing that they were doing it by going through the right mental exercises. There's also an example of, there was a, I can't think it was back in the seventies. Tony Robbins talks about this all the time, but there was a bunch of um, basketballers, you know, there was, and they were shooting hoops, right? And so they broke them into three groups. One group trained every single day, all day, every single day for whatever it was, two weeks, um, you know, shooting from the free, free throw line. One group did zero training, didn't pick up a basketball, um, but just practiced in their mind shooting from the free throw line and shooting and shooting hoops. And one did kind of like the normal amount of practice, right? And the group that trained every single day, all day, every single day for two weeks, and the group that um, didn't do any training, but just did all in their mind performed basically the same, right? Because there's not a specific difference if you can get the belief systems right. There's not actually a specific difference in how the reality maps out. And that's proven on a physiological and a psychological level. So then the question, the question is then, how do you shape your beliefs? That is the big question, right? Because we are all subject to a whole variety of different inputs, inputs from media, inputs from friends, inputs from, you know, the internet, social media, inputs from our emotions, inputs from all kinds of different stuff, right? And unless you can tune the frequency, unless you can get on the dials, you can end up with all kinds of static and all kinds of noise. And you can end up with really weird reception, <laughs> getting up in places you don't want, watching programs that you don't like. And so the way to specifically and deliberately shape your beliefs and subsequently shape your reality is by, in effect, brainwashing yourself, right? And I, and I, I use the term brainwashing because people think brainwashing is like a, you know, something that happens in propaganda or whatever, but effectively that's what you need to do to yourself, right? If you want to become the best version of yourself, you need to decide what the best version of yourself uh, looks like, acts like, sounds like, performs like, what are their values? What are their attributes? Like all of that kind of stuff. Then you need to continuously reaffirm that to yourself. And how do you do that? The best way to do that is to is to write write the, write it down, or to have a process where you where you. Some people do it with vision boards, right? They create vision boards, and then they spend time looking at their vision board every single day. And the amount of stories about people who have created vision boards and then accidentally woke up one day and realized they had everything on their vision board. Um, you know the you know all of this stuff is. What happens, right? Me personally, I write it down. Like I literally just write down all the stuff, right? I just write it down, write it down, write it, write it, write it down. And the one thing that has been proven to be true in my life is that it all comes true. Caveat being, you have to believe the time frame. You actually have to believe it, right? Because if you don't believe it, it won't come true. Which is why the phrase that I said earlier, that the universe will give me everything I want as fast as I want in the volume I desire. All I have to do is believe and be open to receiving. Because if I write down one morning, if I write down... I'm going to earn $10 million in personal income in the next 12 months. If I don't believe that, I might desire that, but if I don't believe that, and that's something you've really got to scratch, that's not one level deep, that's seven levels deep. You've really got to scratch that. If, if I fully believe it, if I fully believe it and fully believe it to be true, there's a 99.9% chance that it'll happen because my reticular activating system will kick into gear and steer all of my activities in the direction of making that true. But if I don't fully believe it, then there's a crack and it won't happen. But you don't have, it doesn't have to be all about money and wealth. It can just be about who do I want to become? Am I the type of, per, am I the type of person who lives X kind of life? You know, and the easier it is for you to believe, the faster you'll achieve it. That's a little catch too. So 
you don't have to have big audacious things and go, shit, how do I convince myself to believe this huge monstrous outcome? You can actually ha- create a tapestry of beliefs that you that will stitch together to become to create the life that you want. Cool. Yeah, I think with the belief piece, you were saying like you have to, you know, if you write out the vision, you have to be able to believe what you're writing as well. Otherwise, there's no point. And the stories that you were sharing about, you know, you have to kind of visualize it because your body actually doesn't know the difference between if something is really happening or if you are just imagining it. Like that's why dreams can feel so real, you know, because your body in that, you know, you are somewhere else, but your body is feeling that experience as though it is real. And that's kind of where this visualization, these, you know, people come in and talk about visualizing. It's because you're trying, this is how you kind of rewire your beliefs. It's you need to like fast forward to what you are trying to achieve and actually in your body experience what it would feel like to have achieved that. And if you can continuously repeat that into yourself, then your body just knows that as your truth. Like that becomes what your life is. And then, like you said, the reticular activating system starts to actually put that into play now where it goes, oh, you're actually a really fit person. So you're going to start behaving like a fit person now. And then you start, like that's how it comes back in because your body starts doing behaviors and doing things that align with that future vision because you have tricked it to think this is how I am now. And that's kind of how that comes into play. So I think that's a piece that's really important. It's like you need to get to a point where you can feel what does it feel like once I have achieved that? What does it feel like to be that person to have, you know, built this portfolio to this size, to have had this kind of success, to feel this way about my body, to feel like proud about my life? What does that actually feel like once I've achieved that and getting really comfortable with those feelings? Because it's like once you unlock those feelings, because I know sometimes people write down goals and you just kind of write them, you go through the motions and you write them down, but it's when you actually take the time to pause and actually feel that's you can feel it kind of unlock. And if you can imagine just keep doing that over and over again, like that's how you can change your reality really. 100%. And so I'll just expand on that because sometimes setting big goals, you might not, like part of the the belief thing is a really really hard part in it, right? It's a big part of it. So how do you how do you develop the belief, which is kind of what you're talking about? How do you develop the belief? Okay, so uh, let's just say that your goal is to be a multimillionaire, right? Then you would need to, and you might be like, well, I don't know how to be a multimillionaire. So then, in order for if in order for you to work out how that can be true for you, and for you to be able to believe that that can be true for you, you have to then start to then work on their identity. Okay, well, how would a how would a multimillionaire think? How would a multimillionaire behave? Could I behave in those ways? Could I uh, emulate those attributes? What would my life look like if I was a multimillionaire? How would that feel? What? How would I behave? Now, let's act as if I, let's in my mind, go into a place where I've got the millions of dollars and I'm living the life that I want. How would I feel? What decisions would I make? What would my identity be at that point? Now, I always like to look for proof references, right? So for example, Let's just say, um, let's just say our goal was uh, in our business was to do hundred million dollars revenue in, fi- in the next five years, right? Big goal, sure. But if you reverse engineer it and just, and if you can find a way to work out how that can be true, i.e., in my case, I would use mathematics and spreadsheets and go, okay, well, could that actually be done? And if so, if so, is there any reason that I couldn't believe that, it, that I wouldn't believe that that could be true? And you develop you develop proof like that, so you can actually reverse engineer it. You can do that by looking at what other people have done. 
you can do that by um, using deductive logic and going, okay, how what would need to happen for that to be true? And you can also do that by um, by visualization as well. So, for example, if my goal if I if my goal was to uh, have a sprawling clifftop mansion with a private beach, well, then in order for me to live, in order for me to get there, I would need to be able to visualize my life inside that mansion. I would need to be able to, in my mind, go and experience a day going down to that private beach and swimming there and the joy that I feel knowing that I can just go back into my beautiful home and watch the sunset. And all. You have to be able to explore all that. And um, it's a, um, Joe Dispenza actually talks about this. It's um, living future memories, right? So you've effectively got to be able to create future memories and be able to go into that place because to your point, the brain can't differentiate between a dream, uh, an actual memory, or a created future memory. The difference being is if you can create a future memory um, and make it vivid enough, then it will change. It will completely rewire your your brain and your your internal nervous system and everything. It will com- completely rewire you for that to be your reality. Specifically, because you'll be changing your energy, you'll be changing your state, and then that will move you to that place. Now, the thing about that is you have to be able to stay aligned with it, right? Because if you have a warm glass of water and you put one block of ice in it, then that will that block of ice will impact the warm glass of water a bit, but eventually, uh, eventually it's going to dissipate and then it'll all normalize and it'll all just become one temperature, right? However, if you put it, if you continue to put blocks of ice in that water, that block that water will continue to get colder and you will change the state of that water. So the way to make sure that you do that is you've got to stay continuously aligned, which means that you need to continuously reaffirm this kind of stuff to yourself. You know, do it daily, have a practice. Some people meditate. Some people do. There's all kinds of different ways that people do it. And we could get into some of that kind of stuff maybe in another episode. But in order for you to get to where you want to go, you have to develop. I can talk from personal, before I knew any about any of this stuff, when I was 14 years old, I broke my back in a motorbike accident. And at the time, I thought I was going to be a uh, soccer player. I thought I was going to be a professional soccer player. I was young. I was 14. I played soccer. And of course, I thought I was going to be a sports star, right? Grew up in the country. Um, but then when I broke my back and I was in bed for a really long period of time and I couldn't, I couldn't leave, but all I had was music. The, all I had to listen to was my CDs and everything like that. And I remember there was a couple of CDs that I had where there was like live albums and they played it. There was these like festivals that they'd, they'd re- recorded at. I'd, I'd never been to a festival. I didn't know what a festival was. I didn't know anything about it, but I decided whilst I was lying in that bed that I was going to go and I wrote down, I, I did a, just like before, this is when internet still had like beeping noises and stuff, right? <laughs> this is like way, way back when. I wrote down the names of like five festivals, five of the biggest festivals in the world that I could find the names of. And I said, I'm, I'm going to work. I'm going to work at these festivals. I wrote them down on a bit of paper. And then I kind of forgot about that bit of paper. But then I started over the years, I started to develop a belief that that was my identity, that I was uh, an event organizer, that I would run all these kind of things. And it was years later, I realized I had this memory that I'd, that I had that list and I found a list and I actually ticked all of them off the list, right? Because it started by creating a belief because I was laying there in bed. All I had to listen to was these live albums of these bands playing at these festivals. And I started to, in my mind, imagine myself being there and all that kind of stuff. And I wrote down my goal and then years later, bang, achieved it. That was when I, that was the first time I realized the power of it. But in order, if you want to speed that up, you need to be able to continuously stay aligned with creating that identity for yourself and living out that belief. Cool. cool. Anything else we want to talk about on this, Gabby? No, I feel like we've gone a good depth. <laughs> okay, cool. I would like to do some more episodes on this because I would like to talk about neuroplasticity, 
specifically because mm. I think yeah. there's, a, there's a huge opportunity there for people to actually functionally understand how to rewire their brain. So if you're listening to this episode and you've enjoyed this content and you would like more content on this type of stuff, uh, Gabby and I obviously love it. So, and we would love to make more of it. But let us know. Shoot us an email to til at dashdot.com.au. That's the investor lab, til at dashdot.com.au. And make sure you like, rate, review, share, give this to a friend, family member, or loved one, particularly someone who needs help to shape their thoughts and their beliefs and to become the best version of themselves. And until next episode, we'll see you soon. Bye.